And welcome back to a fresh episode of Business Growth Show. I'm your host, Sam Dunning, co-owner over at webchoiceuk.com. And if you haven't yet, check out our weekly emails where I share actionable website, SEO and B2B marketing tips, useful podcasts, goodies and more. Why not give it a shot over at businessgrowth.email. So joining me today... I've got Alex B. Sheridan. Alex is the founder over Impaxis. Alex, welcome to the show, sir. How are we doing? Good, man. Excited to chat. Likewise, looking forward to the conversation today. We're going to be getting stuck into how everyone tuning in can win with LinkedIn video. So first and foremost, why should anyone in the B2B space consider when there's so many platforms around now, Alex, we've got TikTok, we've got YouTube. Why LinkedIn video of all places? Well, if you think about it, I mean, in terms of if we back out of LinkedIn for a quick second, if you look at how customers buy, how your customers buy now has changed from how they buy 10 to 15, 20 years ago. I mean, if you look at like, and it's a very simple example of this is like if you're talking to a salesperson, let's say at a car dealership, to get information on different cars and what you should buy and what the new models and features are and how cars drive, you would have to go to the dealership. You would have to talk to the salesperson to get that information. And the same for any product, whether it was software, or what it, technology, whatever it was. Well, now people are and customers are getting their information and they're doing their research and they're consuming video content and text content too way prior to talking to a salesperson. In fact, the research shows that people are 80% of the way sold before they actually talk to a salesperson. So if you think about just getting in the mind of a buyer, if you want to be the one that's educating them along the way on their customer buyer journey, you want to be feeding them things, not that, hey, this is our product, this is our service, this is why you should buy from me, but it should be more educational type things or explaining why they need to do something or why they're missing out on a certain opportunity or cost or whatever it is. And then how to actually execute, how to actually get results. And so that's kind of the why behind content in general. Video is just the best way to do it because let's be honest, what happened when COVID happened? We all went to video calls. We all went to Zoom exploded, right? We didn't all say, hey, let's just start emailing back and forth and let's just start doing a bunch of text messages and that'll be fine. No, we realized that like we're humans. We need human connection. So if you've seen 50 of my videos on LinkedIn, Sam, which you've seen a lot more than that by this Probably point. Probably seen I've, more, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen more of yours too, by the way. But you've got a sense that you feel like you kind of know me and maybe trust me a little bit. And maybe right. I've got a deeper level of credibility than someone that's just doing text, especially nowadays with AI, because AI can create a lot of that text content for people. So you showing your face on camera and people getting a sense of your personality and how you are, it's really hide to hard, it's hide to hard not knowing your stuff on mm. camera. Like you can't really pretend like people can sniff it out. If we're doing a conversation for 30 minutes like this, you'll yep. know if somebody's full of crap or not. And so video just builds trust and credibility and likability at a much faster rate. And I think what happened, you know, you saw it, Sam, two, three, four years ago with LinkedIn the way they judged and measured text post versus video post was kind of out of balance because they said, oh, well, a view for a text post is just showing up in your feed. It's an impression. But then a view for a video post was it had you had to watch it for three seconds. And that all changed on LinkedIn. And that's why video has become so much more popular on LinkedIn. More people are adapting video with TikTok and Reels and YouTube shorts. Video is just exploding and we're consuming 
twice as much video content as we did four years ago. So there's mm -hmm. that, but also LinkedIn has now changed the way they measure the performance of content video versus text. So it's even the playing field out where before people were like, oh, my text posts do so much better in terms of impressions and reach than video. And now you're seeing this. And in fact, in a lot of our cases and with customers, our videos are outperforming our text post on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's such a funny one, isn't it? Because literally like one month, one type of post, whether it's text, image post, can far surpass any other. And then you go a month or two, two months later and the amount of impressions, a different format, whether that is video, a poll or an image post, just jumps up. And it's, it's, it's a strange, strange system, isn't it? But like you say, video seems to have really jumped up in terms of the reach that it's able to produce, especially in the last few months from what I've seen as well on my side. Yeah, I mean, to your point, you've always got the trends, right? So on TikTok, on Instagram, real YouTube shorts, on LinkedIn, you know, you had polls a while back that got big reach. So a lot of people were doing polls. Now it seems to be the picture post with a good story, almost a guaranteed home run on LinkedIn, mm. right? But the thing that's been constant through the last three to four years, regardless of that, is video content. It really hasn't. It's only gone up. Sometimes it's been a very slow move. And now mm. it's kind of the curve is kind of shifting and it's moving a little bit faster and more people are adopting it. It's performing better. I think right. link, the, the LinkedIn team um, for just having conversations with some of them, they're encouraging video. They understand they're, they're smart people, right? They understand that if we want to be relevant in 2023, we have to have a video aspect of the platform, right? And so they're introducing more analytics and more features. And now you can, I don't know if you've, you've got this already because I know LinkedIn sometimes slow to roll it out but you can now view your post based on just video, right? right so okay. you, yeah. Yeah. So if you go to your profile, I don't know if everyone has it yet, but I have it. If I go to my profile right now, I can search by just videos. So, you know, on TikTok, like an Instagram, you can like sort through really fast all your video content where on LinkedIn, you couldn't do that before. You'd have to mm. go through every post. It would take you a year to get to like to a post from a year ago where now you've got videos and it's like columns of your videos. And so you just do, 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 and boom, you're, you're a year back already. Yeah, so yeah. even things like that, you can tell that they're creating video libraries like the, the, the things are changing. And that's why I've always preached, like, stay with video and then adapt and evolve with the trends and the different nuances that happen along the way. Take advantage of them, but don't go all in. Like if you went all in on polls and then it changes, well, now you're kind of screwed because where are you going to do polls at? Right. Video video scales so much better because you can post it anywhere. It could be a podcast. It could be a video email. It could be TikTok, YouTube shorts, Instagram reels, LinkedIn. Like the, the scalability on video is crazy. And do you think video gives you an edge? Because like we, we touched on a bit there, there is a lot of different ways that you can put out content on LinkedIn, whether that is engaging in other people's posts in the feed, whether that is putting out just a text-based post, a text with an image, a poll, whatever you want to do. There's a lot of different mediums that you can create content, whether it's your own or just adding to other people's. Does video give you an edge, do you feel? I think video is the number one competitive advantage on LinkedIn, actually. Like, I think it's really that powerful because most people still to this time, like only one to two, three, maybe 3% now are posting content on a weekly basis out of all of the people on LinkedIn, 800 million now, I believe. But if you take that percentage and you look at how many people are posting video content multiple times a week, it's mm -hmm. a very, very, very small percentage. So naturally, like, you know, again, you can mix in the text post and the picture post and all that stuff. I do that too, because it's LinkedIn. It still works there. But you showing your face and putting yourself out there and showing your audience who you're about and your personality and your style. And it just, it builds trust at a much higher rate. 
So I think that's a competitive advantage for people, just like it would have been if you were, you know, if I got an opportunity to speak in front of a thousand people versus just sending them an email or sending them a text or sending them an audio note, you better believe I'm going to get on. I want to get on stage. You better believe I'm going to take advantage of that because now everyone can see me. And so it's like, I feel like I know this person. I trust this person. I understand how they operate and their personality and it's just a different dynamic. So I think absolutely, man, if you're thinking about how do you how do you kind of move ahead on LinkedIn the fastest, definitely take advantage of the trends and things that are happening, but absolutely be posting a couple of videos a week. Got it. Okay, so let's get tactical. So I want to give the audience tuning in some takeaways here. So perhaps for someone that's maybe dabbled in a few videos or maybe just doesn't know where to start, but ultimately, most of us that are on LinkedIn in from a b2b perspective are probably doing it in a selfish means i know i sure as hell am i mean ultimately i'm on linkedin because i want to grow the business of course i want to drive inbound opportunities start conversations um and get people coming to us for for our services and i'm sure most of people are in a similar spot so with that in mind when it comes to building out a video strategy that's actually going to drive a steady flow of inbound sales conversations what are some of the very first steps that you should put into play, Alex? Yeah. So, you know, when you're starting off on LinkedIn and you're building out your content strategy, the first place you want to start is with who are you creating content for and who do you want to become as a result of posting content? Right. And so if like people skip that step and they start like, mm. oh, I'm just going to post a bunch of content, educational, entertainment, whatever it is, you really got to stop and think about like, do you actually know your customer? Do they understand that they have a problem or a challenge in the first place? Do they know the opportunity cost that's involved with not taking action with the solution that you provide? You may need to open up their mind and shift their perspective in the first place. And then from there, you got to be able to teach them how to actually find success. So that's mm. where the educational piece comes into play or potentially edutainment piece comes into play where you're providing those tactics and techniques and strategies and the, the, the to-do list and the, the tips and all that stuff. So that's got to come into play. And then from there, like once you actually get that, that's part of the strategy piece. And I'm oversimplifying all of this just for the sake sure. of time. But I think honestly, it, it's always good advice to start with the audience in mind, <laughs> the customer in mind, right? And then who, who, what is your brand and how do you want to come across to that audience? Mm -hmm. But then if you get a little bit, because I don't want to get tactical, if you get tactical with videos, and this is videos on any platform, not just LinkedIn. TikTok really changed the game with all video platforms. It made it in when people started consuming video content on link or on TikTok, they started getting used to how it's delivered. It's a little bit more fast paced. It's a little bit more punchier. It's got more of a hook. It's a little bit more creative. And so what they did is like, you don't change your, you don't completely change mindsets when you go to a different platform. Sure. When I'm scrolling on LinkedIn, it's a different experience. than when I'm on TikTok, no doubt about it. But it changed the way I think about videos and how people consume videos on LinkedIn too. Meaning that like you have to now, if you're going to post a video on LinkedIn, you better be thinking about three things. One, a good hook. You've got to grab the attention of the audience that you want to reach, right? So you can't start something out being like, you know, Sam, the other day I was talking to a couple people about, and it's like people are gone, right? So you've got to start with, maybe it's a bold opinion or a thought or an unpopular opinion. Maybe it's a compelling story that you're going to lead with that's really uh, going to captivate people and get people interested in. Maybe it is a how-to or three things you need to do if you want to do X, Y, and Z, or here's why you're not getting results on LinkedIn with your content. You got to start with something kind of punchy like that, whether it's a repurposed clip or you're creating it from scratch. 
The second thing you do is you need to kind of bullet point the key points that you want to deliver in that video. So once you got the hook down, you're like, cool, I'm going to talk about why your video content's not converting on LinkedIn. Great. That's going to be my hook, my title, whatever it is. Then I got to think about what are the core kind of, what's the compelling message? What do mm. I want to get across to the audience? Right. And I'm going to bullet point a couple things out so that when I'm making the video, I've now got the hook down and then I've got a couple bullet points that I can go, cool, make sure I hit this, this, and this. And I let it flow kind of naturally, right? I'm not scripting out the whole thing per se, but I'm just bullet pointing to make sure I don't miss any key points. Yep. And then the third piece to the tactical video side would be just, you know, how do you want to end it with somebody? Do you want to leave, you know, is there a call to action? Do you want to make people feel a certain way, you know, at the end of the story? Do you want a direct call to action? Like, hey, if this was valuable, go check out the whole podcast because we talk about this and 50 times, we go 50 times deeper, you know? So I think hook, compelling message, bullet pointed out, and then some type of call to action or how you want to leave the audience feeling at the end. Mm. Like the breakdown, man. So at the start of that, you were talking about focusing on your audience, focus on those, those idle clients you actually want to do business with. There's a lot of debate I see on, on LinkedIn. And usually people, when I say creators, content creators, people that are posting actively on LinkedIn usually have quite a varied opinion, either hard one way, hard the other. How niche do you think people should go when it comes to video content or putting out content in general? I think it, there's a little bit of like wiggle room depending on what you do, of course, mm. right? It's not like black or white ever. And I think even in, when you go niche, it's okay to have a couple buckets outside of that niche, right? It's yep. okay. Like if I'm talking about video content, LinkedIn, marketing, that's my you know primary kind of three niches, let's say. It's okay for me to talk about work-life harmony or being a dad once in a while, right? Where I think people miss the mark is they start creating a bunch of general content to right. just get it to just get attention, right? And it's like you see like some of the influencers on LinkedIn talk about it, but it's like I don't see any customer results from them. I don't for see sure. them helping companies win customers from that, right? Like what you're going to create a bunch of general content and then hope someone goes to your profile to figure out what you do you're missing the entire point of creating content. You have to shift perspective. You have to tell a narrative. You have to get them to see something differently. You got to teach them how to do something. And so it's very narrow-minded to think I would just create a bunch of general content to try to get some awareness if you're really trying to implement an actual content strategy for a company, right? If it's just you and you're like, I want to build my personal brand and like, I just want to be myself and have some fun with it, then cool, go do yeah. your thing. But if you're talking about building a content strategy for a company and you want to attract customers and talent and build a real brand, then you have to have a strategy because it's not just LinkedIn, by the way, as you know, it's, it's podcasting, it's YouTube videos, it's videos on your website. So like, how do you not, what are you going to have random videos on your website of like, Hey, here's me and here's my dog. And like, I like to have fun at the park. Like it's not going to convert. So like, I always tell people like, if you would, if I would put out a hundred videos around LinkedIn video, video content, marketing, and I was like, man, I was putting out stuff that was changing people's perspective. They're like, oh my God, I never saw it that way. That's so good. I teach people how to implement a video strategy. I am making impacts left and freaking right. And then my competitor is putting out a hundred, they've put out a hundred videos too, but it's been all general stuff. I'm eating lunch today. Networking so important. Like here's a LinkedIn tip. Here's this, mm. here's that. They're going, more customers are going to come to my way because I've genuinely made an impact on them. So for me, content's about impact. It's about providing value to a certain audience or group of people. And I don't see how you do that to the best of your ability when you're 100% general. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I think I made that mistake really as well when I first started out on LinkedIn and, and putting out content, just putting out general stuff, whatever came into my mind. And I completely agree. Like when it wasn't until I actually focused on who I wanted to attract for our business, right? Made it made it helpful, made it like you mentioned, educating, entertaining for that audience. Well, and here's then, the other piece of that, Sam. Like people, and I, I fell in the same trap. We all fall in the same trap, I think, in the beginning, or at yeah. least when you first start on social. Like it's just a natural progression, I think. But the reason people gravitate towards the general content is because it typically performs a little bit better. It's kind of easier to get traction because it's mm -hmm. just everyone would would consume it, right? It's like relevant for everyone. But so like people are like, oh man, I've talked about my niche and it doesn't get as much traction. Yes, it's going to take longer time to get traction with a niche content strategy, right? And so, yeah, mix in the general stuff here and there. That's cool. But it's a longer play where people get wrapped up in like, I want to get a trillion likes and a bunch of comments. And so like, I'll just post whatever I think would get that. And it's like in a year, they end up posting LinkedIn and be like, man, I messed up. I, I got too general and it didn't bring me clients. Now my business is struggling. It's like, yeah, I, I told you that wasn't going to work, you know? So it's like, I've, I've heard that story, dude, so many times. I've heard so, so many people coming back six months later, 12 months later being like, man, I don't know what I was doing. I got wrapped up in the virality and the views and the comments and the likes. And yeah. I forgot, and I forgot what content was really about. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a funny one, right? For sure. Uh-huh. Are you tired of the competition stealing your potential clients and website traffic just because they rank higher than you on Google for the main services or products you offer? Or maybe you're already investing in SEO or marketing, but your website's failing to convert your hard-earned visitors into a steady flow of qualified sales leads. Or perhaps you already work with a web or SEO agency, but they're just not getting you the results they promised. Let's fix that. Get in touch with us over at webchoiceuk.com. That's webchoiceuk.com. Mention the podcast and set up a call with Sam to see if we can help you with the results today. Um, and with that in mind, like I'm no, no qualms with me admitting like my stuff doesn't get a ton of likes but it does drive inbound so in your opinion but i could be an obscurity because i know you're consistently putting out videos there and they're getting a ton of engagement but with that said should you touch on it a bit then but if we're putting out videos on a fairly regular basis or content in general on the linkedin feed and it's not getting a ton of likes a ton of views a ton of engagements but we're doing it to the best of our ability i.e we're answering those customer questions we're talking about problems we fix we're trying to be some kind of useful resource that's pretty relevant to the niche we want to operate in. Should we be that concerned that we're not necessarily getting a ton of engagement compared to maybe some other well-known creators that we often see in the feed? Well, this is where like, it's a great question. I think this is where it goes back to like your goals and objectives and what you're trying to accomplish. So is there some creators out there that are just trying to get a ton of attention and that's what, that's their only goal. And so they're creating content. It, they're probably going to get more attention if they're good at it than someone that's focused on winning customers and shifting perspective and teaching people how to do things. Now, I know you do edutainment too, so you mix that in. But what I would say is like, it depends on how long you've been creating the video content to begin with, right? If you've been creating content for a year, two years straight, and you're still not getting 
a good amount of traction and that's that's relative right that's subjective i would say that it's probably there's a delivery issue with the content meaning you've got the message the message is is probably good if it's on point like if, if you've got the right message you want to convey to your audience but a lot of times what i see is the delivery it right. starts off too slow people are unclear as to what it's about it's a podcast clip and it's like the first three or four seconds just don't really hook people in. So if I look at video content that I'm like, is the message on point? Yes, it is. Cool. Let's look at the delivery, you know, and I'm, I believe like you have to think and act like a creator in 2023 and, and a consumer as well. So like you should be creating some video content just for the feeds. Like too many people are like all repurposed or it's right. all like interview clips. Like, you have to, like, I would encourage people to try some edutainment, whatever that looks like for you, or to get outside. Like I've noticed when I film outside, man, and I have a good hook, good message, 45 to a minute long video, they just crush. They crush on TikTok. They crush on Instagram. They crush on LinkedIn. And it's like people just love, it's different scenery. It's like I made the video for the feed. So I think you do, creativity plays a big role. In content, like there's just no if and or buts about it. it. It fucking matters. Like the creative actually really matters, right? So it's the same way with ads too. So I think I would look at like how long have you been doing it? So because if you've been doing it for three to four to five six months, you really want to look at the qualitative feedback. Are customers and your audience giving you good feedback? Like, wow, this was great, Sam. I really I didn't know this about SEO or I didn't know this about video content, right? And then th the quantitative should pick up if you're getting good qualitative. But I would say in a lot of cases maybe the message is good but it's the delivery that's a little bit off yeah 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 with that in mind is there a sweet spot do you think for linkedin video in terms of actually the time frame that it should be within obviously if you're doing youtube shorts tiktok it tends to be within a minute is that a similar case yeah. for linkedin or is it it depends it depends man not really like i would say like you i mean you could go anywhere from 20 to 25 seconds all the way up to you know three to five minutes but the thing is, like, if you're going to post a three minute video or a five minute video, it better be good, right? Because mm -hmm. it's not like a YouTube video where someone is searching for the video and then they're going to go consume it. How to do X, Y, and Z, how to build out a strategy for LinkedIn. Well, now you've got their attention. They, they want to consume that content. People are just scrolling the feed. So they're not expecting to see your video, right? So it's got to be really good. It's got to be punchy. First couple seconds, you got to grab their attention with what it's about and intrigue them in some way to want to keep watching. And then that conversation has got to be pretty compelling. It, it just got to be something that like the audience would care about and want to consume for the next three to four minutes, because that's a lot of time to ask somebody to take out of their day when you don't know what they're doing. They could be walking up the stairs and they just opened up LinkedIn. They took a bite of their sandwich at lunch and like, they may be like, I don't want to give five minutes to this. Like that's a lot of time. But if it's really interesting them, to them, they will. And the same thing mm -hmm. on TikTok. I've had plenty of videos that are over a minute that are some of my best performing videos. And I don't do a lot. I don't do any like seven second or 15 second or any of that shit. I don't fall into the trend trap and I don't try to do any of that stuff. I just try to think about how can I provide the most value to my audience? Yeah. 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 I think that's a great perspective, isn't it? Actually understanding or trying to think from your audience's perspective to the fact that right. if they are on social, they're not, they haven't got high intent for your offer. They're just scrolling it probably in their spare right. time at work, whatever. Right. And understanding that if, if you're not catching their attention quickly and giving them something that's going to keep them hooked, then they're probably just going to flick past it. So that's a Yeah, you're done, dude. You're, you're competing with all these other creators, especially on TikTok, right? But even for LinkedIn too, you're mm. competing with all of these other creators. 
So it's like some people are like posting content and they're like, oh, I don't have time to like make better content. And I'm like, then you might as well just quit because it's never going to perform. Like you're going to put that piece of content out there like average or below average is not going to cut it anymore. Maybe three years ago on LinkedIn, if you posted, you know, the stuff you could get away with back then because there were just weren't many people posting on the platform. But yep. now it's become very creator centric. People are telling yep. better stories. The videos look better. The podcasts are better. The, the writing is more engaging, right? So it's like it, it, everything's leveling up, which is just what happens with anything, with anything in life, whether it's technology or AI or whatever it is, everything levels up. And so some people, I look at their contests, like the same content they posted three years ago or two years ago. It's like you, you, you got to continue to evolve. And that's part of the content creation journey is like you're always evolving. Just like in business, as you know, entrepreneurship, you got to always evolve. Shit changes. SEO changes. Content changes. Strategies shift, right? How, sure? customers, how customers buy changes. Everything evolves. It's just a question of like, do people evolve with it and capitalize on it? Or do they get left behind? Hmm. Alex, if someone wants to put out video content, but they're in, I'm going to call it a difficult niche, or they might think it's a hard to talk about niche. And when I say that, I mean, putting myself in a perspective, um, creator's shoes that perhaps hasn't put out much video content, but maybe let's say they provide, I don't know, agricultural software, let's say, yeah. for quite a traditional industry. And they're thinking, well, this stuff's just going to be boring. Like if I put it out in the feed, how do I put out video content that is going to edu educate and entertain my audience and position me as the ideal go-to in their sector when they need our offer? Like, when you're in those kind of niches that aren't, let's say, as mainstream and are quite out there, are there any tips of how these mm -hmm. people can actually think of ideas that's going to resonate with their prospects? Yeah. So I have a customer named Andrew Brown, who you've probably seen on LinkedIn. He, and he sells tools to construction companies and the trades industry, and he's crushing it on LinkedIn with video content. He posts pretty much videos every single day. What we did when we sat down like to come up with his strategy and his messaging and how are we going to impact the audience? And yeah, he's like, I don't really want to talk about tools and stuff because to your point, it's like, is that overly niche? -y? You could, there's a strategy to do that. Don't get me wrong. But on LinkedIn and some of the other platforms, it may be a little too niche -y and it's, it's not going to resonate with a big audience, right? Unless you're specifically going to use that tool. So what you can do if you're super niche and you're worried about that, it being too niche that it's not going to resonate, not get traction over time. You, you can step out of the niche and go into kind of an industry overview. So what we did with Andrew is we said, we're not going to talk about tools necessarily every video. We're going to talk about the skilled trades industry in blue collar work and why it's so important to the world and build infrastructure and buildings and roadways. And we're going to talk about the opportunities that are out there for skilled trades people. And we're going to talk about how to get them and why people need to think about these opportunities when they're entering the workforce and how we need to teach it more in schools. Mm. And what that does is it get people, it's a movement. People are bought into the movement now around the industry. And that now we've, you know, everything's optimized to where like, and he'll mention his business and still do content around that. But now people think of him as like the skilled trades, blue collar person. And so it's like, and then he sells tools to the people that he's attracting to. So it like fits in from a business standpoint. And just, just last week, it's funny. He met, he DM me in our group chat and he was like, I just won two customers. And one of them has a six figure potential. And he's been posting content now. It didn't happen overnight. He's been posting content videos consistently now with this new strategy for I think four or five months, something like that, six, maybe six months, 
something like that. Right. And so um, he got a lot of traction, a lot of traction. And then the now the customers are starting to follow. So mm-hmm. I would say take a step back a little bit and see if there's a broader kind of topic that still ties back into the niche. But you don't have to necessarily talk about that niche, niche topic every single time. I think that's going to help a lot of people that are perhaps stuck on ideas um, with that kind of broader overview, but still relevant to their audience. Good stuff, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to ask, you touched on it then, but for one of your customers, but how long does it typically take? Um, as, like we talked about, the, the main goal here is to start new sales conversations with our target prospects. Is there a timeline from when you're putting out videos on the basis it does everything we've covered so far that it should start to engage sales conversations? And as well as actually putting out the video content, should we be doing anything else on LinkedIn to make sure that our video is actually going to get some traction, i.e. people are going to see it? Yeah. So in in terms of how long it takes to start winning customers on LinkedIn through video content, I, I'm not going to say it depends because I feel like no one wants to hear that, right? Oh, it depends on this and this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We get it, right? Like, give me the straight answer. I'll tell you a straight up answer. So here's how I look at it. The first two to three months, I'm looking at qualitative feedback, like I mentioned earlier, right? So I'm looking at what are people saying, specifically, what is our audience saying, our target customer saying? How are they resonating with the content? Are they dropping comments? Are they liking it? Are they sending us DMs saying, man, that was, that was a great piece that you did on X, Y, and Z or that was a great episode for the podcast or a great video you did on this. So I want to collect data and just say, hey, is my message landing? Is my delivery landing? Like, is this is this the right content? And you put together a strategy, you assume it is, but then you got to go test it in the marketplace and the audience is the ultimate judge. Once we get past that two to three month mark, now we're in the three months to six months. And here's where I want to start seeing engagement from target customers start to ramp up a little bit. The the quantitative numbers start to ramp up a little bit. And here's where I like the strategy of going in and not just letting the engagement, people are liking and commenting on your post that are potential customers. Don't necessarily wait for them to reach out and message you. You go through your engagement and you say, hey, John, hey, Susan, thanks so much. You send them a video DM on LinkedIn, which you can do in the app. And you say, thanks so much for taking time to check out my video on X, Y, and Z. Hey, I was looking at your profile and I found this curious or this is really interesting. Have you ever thought about this? You know, so you can start a conversation and we've had a ton of clients one win clients that way. And I've won clients that way, but I would say about five to six months in, I'm expecting to start to see some inbound leads in customers from the LinkedIn video content or the content in general, five to six months in, I do want to see those, those customers and the revenue start to follow. It doesn't mean it, it could be three months. We've had it 90 days. We've had it in seven months, right? So there's no exact time frame, but that's how I would break down the timeline of how long it takes to convert your LinkedIn video content to customers and revenue. Quick one. Um, and then I'll have one, one more question around mm-hmm. copy to supplement the video. Now, in terms of making sure our videos actually going to hit the people we want them to hit, um, obviously, you can't just create a LinkedIn account, post videos because you can have no connections right. um, and no one's going to see it. Yeah. Are there any, I mean, we, we haven't got a ton of time, but are there any broad practices? Because I know some yes. LinkedIn experts we've had on have said, oh, you've got to spend 10 to 20 minutes in the feed engaging on comments, then post your video or post your content and then it'll work. Or have you got any kind of general tips around that, Alex, yep. to make sure that your actual network target prospects are going to see it? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to find success on LinkedIn unless you engage with other people on the platform. You have to jump in and drop comments. And, and I would say this, 
I would definitely make sure you engage with two groups of people minimum. The first one would be your target customers, right? So like you need to be in sales navigator is great for this because you can drill down by job title, posted content in the last 30 days, industry, company size, all types of different stuff. You can find your exact customer and then you want to go through and engage with the people that are already putting out content. It's going to do two things. One, you'll start conversations, which means you're booking meetings, DM them and that kind of stuff. And then secondly, because LinkedIn's a social graph, which means it's, it cares about and it shows you content based on who you engage with and comment on and they comment on yours. Now they're seeing your content, you're seeing their content. It kind of trains the LinkedIn algorithm. So you, you definitely want to be doing that with your target customers. The second group of people I would be engaging with actively every day. And when I say every day actively, I mean, you should be commenting on 10 to 20 posts per day at minimum when you're starting off, especially when you're starting off on LinkedIn. But I would really say mm -hmm. almost, almost every day anyways, at least Monday through Friday. You want to take the weekends off, that's fine. But the second group is just active people that put out content. So just creators, right? And the reason you want to do that is because you want to get inundated with, you want to get involved with the communities of people that are already garnering attention. Like you go to people that maybe do are in the marketing. Like if I comment on your stuff, right? I'm in the marketing space. You're in the marketing space, but you do S you focus mostly on SEO and other things. And I focus a lot on video content. So it's a smart move for me to go engage with your content, build a relationship with you. And other people are going to see that, that are interested in marketing and things like that. And so you'll do the same with me, right? I don't do SEO. You do. So you can comment and leave something about that. And then business owners and founders and my target customers are going to see that. And so I think, think about who you're engaging with, be, be intentional, but you absolutely have to engage with other people on LinkedIn to find traction, especially in the beginning. Like it's, it's a absolute must. Yeah. Yeah. Last one. We've talked about video on LinkedIn, but we haven't talked about the copy that goes alongside it in the actual yeah. post. So how important is... Well, these days, especially if you're scrolling on your phone, like sometimes you'll only see one line of copy, like the headline, and that'll encourage you to either click read more or even watch yes. the video or scroll past. Then you've got the body of the text post. So what are your thoughts around how important copy and messaging is to, to complement the video that you're posting? Yeah, copy matters on LinkedIn big time because what happens, like if you look at TikTok, people see videos first, they're kind of scrolling for the video. And then underneath that is the text. And it's almost like hard. It's not hard to get to, but it's like a secondary option where on LinkedIn, when people are scrolling the feed on LinkedIn, sometimes some people actually look at the text first mm. and then go to the video. Some people only look at the text. <laughs> some yeah. people go to the video first and they don't look at the text or some people go to the video first and then they go to the text. But the text absolutely matters. The copy absolutely matters on LinkedIn. One, you should be creating some text posts and picture posts and things of that nature. But, but two, even if you're creating videos, a lot, of, a lot of mistakes I see is like people do like one line or two lines and the copy sucks. And the problem with that is like some people are, are looking at the copy first. And if it's crap, they're going to assume that the mess, the video is crap too. Here's the other thing I think it's really important. And you do some edutainment videos too. I, have, I obviously do them too. And one thing that I love about the text portion of LinkedIn, because it is so prevalent, is that you've got a video on one topic. Well, you can expand upon that topic or add things that you missed from the video in the actual text or copy. So mm -hmm. I like it for that. And today's video I posted is a great example of like, I didn't quite, it was an interview repurposed clip. It was right. a good clip. It was a good clip. It has a hook, a good message, but I didn't quite get the like structure that I wanted to get in the video. So I put it in the text. And now I know people are reading the text for a fact because yeah. they're commenting, they're commenting 
and they're referencing something that was only in the text. Yeah, so there's yeah. your there's it's your funny, proof. isn't it? Like yeah. I'm guilty of that because I, I might be in the gym and then I might see a video right. post from like someone like yourself, Chris Walker, whoever it might be. Right. And then I'll just read the text because I'm there. You go like, in between sets at the gym, whatever. Yes. And I'll just comment based on the text. Yeah. Like, it'll take me a minute to read, and then I'll make a quick comment, and I'm like, exactly. Yeah. And if it's a good creator, usually the text is like it, it'll get you there. Like you can you can comment based on the text. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Alex, look, appreciate you sharing your walkthrough of how to win on LinkedIn video. Very much enjoyed the conversation. Sir, for anyone that has tuned in and wants to learn more about yourself, connect with you, do some business with you, what are the best ways to connect or get in touch with you, sir? Definitely on LinkedIn. Send me a message on LinkedIn. Connect with me. Um, you can also just send me an email, asheridan at impacts.com. Um, go to impacts.com. There's videos on there. There's strategies, how to's. There's questions to your or answers to your common questions. Um, all of that stuff is on there. You can also find me on TikTok, Instagram too. Nice one, man. We'll put all of those in the show notes at businessgrowth.marketing. And with that, I want to thank you once again. Appreciate the convo. Appreciate it, brother. Looking forward to having you on mine too. No worries, man. And as always, if you enjoyed today's episode, a quick rating or review on Apple or Spotify is appreciated or on YouTube, a subscribe goes a long way and we'll catch you on the next one for more no BS, actionable tips to grow your business and revenue. Catch you soon.